You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. This episode of Carly's Couch is about gaslighting. We've been seeing the term used a lot more lately, but today we're going to talk about what it is, how we could be doing it, and how we can identify when we're a victim of gaslighting. Hey, Carly. How are you? Welcome to Carly's Couch listeners. Hey, y'all. Hey, Lexi. I am superb today. How are you doing? Did I ask how you're doing? Damn, that was, I was not even in the moment because I, I was like, what did I even just say? Um, I got to do better. So I'm doing good. I am recognizing or I have recognized in the past week. I think it's been a week. Um, I have no concept of time these days, but I've been recognizing that I'm not very mindful in my speech. Um, so that's something that I wrote that on one of my little whiteboards so I could think about a little more. It's like how to be more mindful when I'm speaking. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in like um, a meeting or like you're pitching or do something, but it's like you're just like talking and then afterwards you're like, damn, like, what was I talking about? Why was I talking so much? And I noticed that, which I think I just did at the beginning of this too, that I'll ask. I can't ever just ask a question. Like it's never just – so why why did you do it that way? I'll be like, why did you do it that way? Did you think about this or could it? And like you keep like compounding upon it mm-hmm. instead of just like try to take your time and just say a thing and then let them talk or whatever. Um, and also because I recognize sometimes I'll like say a lot of things and then it's like I don't remember. I really don't remember what I said, especially if you're like in a discussion with another person. I'm like, yeah, but you said this. And it's like, oh, but I really like I really was trying to say this or I meant this. But it's like, okay, but, you know, it's like kind of like – I don't even remember what I really just said to you, but this is this is what I'm thinking now. So I'm trying to be more mindful of my speech. Um, but yeah, everything is going good. That was just a little caveat. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, I am really mindful about speaking, and I think because I teach mindfulness. Oops, sorry. Are you all good? Um, I think because I teach mindfulness, it has caused me to be more intentional, like with words, mm. and also um, in teaching kids and in people. I try to listen more than I talk, and so like with your point of like asking questions and then like kind of leading or guiding either way. I just try to ask a question and then shut up and like let them yeah, go. I don't, why that's so hard for um, me. But I, if I'm not conscious or if I'm like rushing, I will be very mindless and just respond like, how you doing? Good. So when I ask my kids, how y'all doing this morning? Don't say good. Give me another adjective. Give me something else. Like I don't want y'all on autopilot. I want you to be intentional. How you feeling? Like Yeah, but I don't even feel like autopilot like in response like that, but just more so – when I start talking, sometimes it's like I'm getting ahead of like my brain or whatever, which one is getting like ahead and I'm just like talking mm-hmm. or um, one thing I've started doing is recordings. So now that I have like 500 Apple devices um, on one of them, if I'm in a Zoom or I'm doing some kind of call, I record it. And and so later it's like, OK, I see where it's like I'm kind of getting off a little bit here or there mm-hmm. and like just being more aware of what I'm saying because I'm now I'm more aware of like on a sales call, for example, I don't have to super like try to convince y'all and say certain things. So now listening to it, I can notice, you know, kind of some of my patterns or some of the habits um, and try to be like a little bit more intentional about like what I'm saying and, and how I'm saying it. I think that's a really good thing to do. Um, Cause you probably, it probably helps with listening and like your takeaways and being more, um, comprehensive about just everything that's kind of going on. 
Um, and not just, it's like whenever you read a page in a book and you don't remember anything that you read. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like, oh, yeah, you be at the end of the damn page, like, what? <laughs> you have to go back, like, huh? I was thinking about everything else, <laughs> but your eyes, like, I was still reading, but like, I wasn't. And that's weird when that happens, too. Um, but that's all about being in the present. So I feel like I'm always, you know, there's always something that if it comes to my awareness or I think about it or somebody tells me this, and then I'm like, hmm, let me think about that. So that's like the thing right now that I've, I've been kind of trying to be mindful of and think about or, um, like, I just start Googling some stuff. But they all say the same thing. So I think it's really a matter of practice and, and doing it. Yeah, I I would agree. And I'm just laughing because the last sales call I had, I was just talking way too much. And I don't even know uh-huh. what I was saying. Actually, I was around you, and I was like, oh, my God, I said so many words, and they didn't mean anything. And that's the same thing. It's like, <laughs> when you when you finish and you realize, like, mm, like I should have been. It should always feel more like I feel more in control. I feel more like what y'all bring into me like you know what I mean like and it doesn't have to have that attitude per se but you know it's like when you feel like you're talking too much it's, that's when it feels like uh it's it's coming off with a little more desperation it's coming off with a little more trying to prove this and that and it's like all right let's reel it back a little bit so yeah that's important but speaking of speaking and talking and having conversations and being mindful of your speech I didn't even really mean for this to be a good flow into the topic but here we are today we are going to talk about gas like Gaslighting, gas, <laughs> gaslighting. Um, so, Carly, when you hear the term gaslighting, like, what does it bring to mind for you? First, oversaturation, because I feel like I see the words gaslighting and toxic everywhere mm-hmm. on social media, like every day. Oh, I'm getting gaslighted. They, they gaslighting you, blah blah blah. Um, so that's the first thing is oversaturation. I see it entirely. I mean, I'm sure gaslighting happens a lot, but not quite as much as people like use it to be. So I'm glad we're talking mm-hmm. about this today to kind of figure out exactly, you know, what it really is versus kind of what it's not. But also to examine my own behaviors. But what I think gaslighting is, is trying to um, convince, uh, trying to like confuse somebody else. Like in your attempt to, so if I was a gaslighter, in my attempt to like, I don't know, keep my power or keep my position or keep my like values or my character like I'm trying I would at the expense of somebody else like making somebody else feel like like they need to question themselves or like second guess themselves over like something that I did so that's like the first thing is like in relationships um when people are being manipulated Mm -hmm. I usually kind of think about like trying to make somebody feel crazy Mm -hmm. or or the idea like somebody kind of feels crazy like yo am I tripping like um, that's kind of the first thing I think, but even in more looking at things, it's a little bit more than that also. Um, and I've seen a lot of conflicting use of it as well because on Twitter, for example, I'll see people using the term, but then I'll see some people being like, yo, this isn't gaslighting or, but then sometime like everybody's kind of jumping on it. So I'm like today, honestly, for me, I was like, well, let me understand like, what is it really for me as well? Um, so I think it's important for us to clarify what it is because it is harmful um, and it's something to be aware of in yourself and your own speech with others and aware of with the way other people are dealing with you, um, and how you can kind of work through that and combat it as well. So gaslighting is the act of deliberately manipulating a person to doubt their sanity and judgment over a period of time. Some of the key things that stand out for me in, in that definition are deliberately manipulating, um, and also over a period of time. So it's kind of trying to change your reality of what's really happening, not just um, 
not just questioning you, for example, um, but it's a little bit more to it than that. But it can be a form of emotional abuse in, in relationships as far as romantic, family, friends, whatever. It can be kind of a form of emotional abuse because what you said, like you're kind of questioning yourself. Um, so what are some kind of things that can look like as far as examples? Um, I think an example is like if somebody does something wrong, um, and then, like, for example, uh, like somebody got into an argument and then they said something really hurtful or like did something and then they like lied about it completely, like acted like it was a fabrication of your mind and, mm-hmm. and was like really committed. Like, man, yesterday when you called me out my name or whatever, you said, like, what are you talking about? I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And so like really like making people feel like, did that really happen? Because they're mm-hmm. so convincing right now. Or um, like so like blatantly denying it or just like acting like nothing happened so you get into a really big fight you see the next day you're like good morning mm-hmm. like wait huh mm-hmm. and then in the same vein denying the existence of problematic behavior so if there's something you kind of keep seeing over and over and it's like you know hey we need to talk about how you kind of lie about this or um how you do a thing but then they're like that doesn't happen like i don't do that um so kind of similar it's like straight up denying that things are happening Mm-hmm. Another one is like distracting you from like whatever you're bringing to their attention by projecting something on you. Like, man, you always do this. You're so needy. And like flipping the script, like kind of placing whatever tension or anxiety is in the relationship, like back on you. Like every time like you then you start to question yourself about bringing stuff up because, damn, I always feel so needy or I feel like I'm so sensitive. Mm-hmm. So if you're constantly being told you're too needy or too sensitive and people are deflecting blame or deflecting mm-hmm. like owning up to their own shit yeah that's a good time to look into it a little further like am i being gaslit here um another thing is if the actions of a person are constantly contradicting what they say um that kind of goes into all the other things we've been saying as well but again it's like there's a disconnect between what's really happening and what you're trying to be convinced of is happening Mm-hmm. And then another one is like withholding, I think, um, and I would add minimizing. So like withholding, um, like talking about something or even like participating in a conversation about a fight or just like minimizing it. Like y'all slamming doors and breaking windows and the next day it's like, oh, well, that's just a little tip. We don't have to talk about it. Funny part is I'm reading all these like, damn, I've been doing all these, <laughs> but I don't feel like it was on purpose, but we'll get into that also because a lot of times people have grown to operate and move in a way based off of like their experiences. Like, Oh, this is how I feel comfortable or feel in control. And so it's not even until maybe you have the awareness to look into your actions or look into your activities. It's like, Oh, I might be doing this. So I don't want us to be one of those podcasts where it's like, you're listening to it and you're like, yeah, y'all right, man. That my man always da da da, or this person always da da da. Like, look at yourself too, please. Because first. sometimes I listen to um like my relationship podcasts and things. I'll listen to them and I'll be like, oh, but I'm the person. Like sometimes that she's talking about. Um, and in this case, I'm like, oh, like I've I've been the person where they're like, yo, you keep acting like this isn't happening or that. And I'm like, am I? Like I I don't think I am, but it's not that serious to me. But maybe that's minimizing it for you or like. So I'm I'm kind of recognizing also. Like, all right, what things should I not be doing <laughs> by doing this? Um, but some some real examples of gaslighting, too, is because I feel like most, for sure, most women, I feel like I have experienced this at some point. Um, but, like, when you've ever been, like, dating somebody and or talking to them, um, whether you're dating or, like, in a real relationship, whatever. But, like, sometimes, you know, when that person starts getting distant, like, 
people will get distant sometimes and disappear and you see you could tell something's different like you could tell the dynamics changed or you know but when you bring it up they act like what are you talking about like everything's fine like everything's the same like we're good blah 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 but you're like but we used to talk you know every other day and now like you're not answering nothing I'm saying to you so it's like it's not crazy but let's just talk about what it really is which girl he went back to his other girl so like it's real like that's what it, if it is what it is. But also, like, I think that's a real example where you could tell, like, yo, I know I'm not tripping. Like, things are different right now. Things feel different. The energy feels different. But to bring it up is, like, like you're tripping. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. And I think that happens in relationships or um, specifically, but friendships. Like, even at work, if, if your boss starts acting different or something happens and you there's a noticeable change in behaviors and patterns, like something that has deviated from what the typical thing is, and they're unwilling to talk about it, or they're trying to minimize, oh, it's nothing, like that is a clear sign mm-hmm. that there's something like happening. Mm-hmm. And then my other example, um, that's not necessarily relationship-based, I would say like Donald Trump's whole presidency was a lot of gaslighting, because he would literally, he would literally be like, hey, what about this thing that's happening? That's not happening. Like he, That's why it was so wild, because he literally would just be like, that's not a fact. Like, that's not true. This is what's happening. This is what's happening. This is not happening. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's like, what? Like, and you can't even, you can't even really have conversations with a person like that. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. what are we talking about? What do you mean? Like, this isn't happening. Like it is happening. And so there's nowhere else to go. Like in the conversation, there's no convincing a person when they're trying to tell you like, this fact isn't a fact. Um, so like his, literally his whole presidency was like straight up, gaslighting with the whole fake news thing bro and right after the insurrection like them acting like that didn't happen and it wasn't a big deal and like all these things like you just look at these very clear instances so there's a lot of like racial gaslighting a lot of stuff happening from the government it's not just in romantic relationships Mm -hmm. it can happen on so many different levels and it does every day Mm -hmm. um so now i think this is very important what isn't gaslighting because I think it's easy to just kind of call anything where you might not be on the same page gaslighting. And I don't think that's necessarily true. Mm-hmm. I think a big example of this, and this is probably one of the ones we see on social media where people are like, you're gaslighting me. It's like if you're questioning someone's judgment about something, mm-hmm. like that's not gaslighting to question somebody. And what can that look like? What could be an example? Um, like if you're, if you're telling somebody like, why would you say that? Why are you doing a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because maybe if you took it, if you're taking that very personal or if you're trying to make that gaslighting, you think like, why would you be asking me that? But like, if I'm just asking you a question because I'm trying to get clarity or I want to know, what are you thinking? That's not necessarily gaslighting. Um, Another one is um, when people put you down, when you try to address their behavior. Oh, first of all, that's not what I'm supposed to be looking at. Um, Because I was like, well, that is gaslighting. Um, Calling someone's credentials into question is not necessarily gaslighting. So if somebody's talking about something and you're asking, like, okay, like, who are you to be saying this? Or, like, why are you doing this? Why are you saying this? Like, just questioning and asking questions about things is not necessarily gaslighting. Um, People just need to know, like, what are you talking about a lot of times. I think another one um, that I don't enjoy but is not gaslighting is telling someone to calm down or, like, Mm -hmm. trying to police their tone. That's not gaslighting. And I'm trying to understand, like, why people would call these gaslighting. Well, I guess because cause if, like, it sounds like when people are like, oh, you're being crazy or, like, you're doing too much. Um, but telling somebody, like, hey, like, we can talk about this at a different tone is maybe not necessarily gaslighting. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it like that. I'm thinking, um, you know, if 
trying to bring the conversation down or like, hey, you know, we can talk about this. Kind of what you said, but then like on the other hand, like where maybe it could be gaslighting to me, and I'm trying to talk through this so I understand it better, is if like somebody is really upset about something and you're trying to minimize their feelings about it. Like I feel like maybe that could be. Maybe. Like it wasn't that big of a but deal. Just, yeah, now because now you're trying to convince them of yeah. of what a thing is. I think that's a line. Versus just telling somebody like, yo, chill out. Like if somebody's like, yo, you need to relax. <laughs> like that's just I mean, that could be a jerk move. Also, gaslighting is not being a jerk. And gaslighting isn't just being an asshole. So I could be an asshole and be like, yo, you need to you need to relax right now or like I don't want to talk about this or like you could say things and those are maybe not the best things to progress conversation. It may not be the best things to say for your communication, but that's not necessarily gaslighting. You're just being a dick. So that's different. Um, and I think a lot of times people just see somebody being an ass and then they're like, Oh, you gaslight me. And it's like, no, nah, I'm just, I'm just a jerk. Um, so I think that's different, but we also have 15 warning signs of gaslighting. So these types of things, if you're seeing some of these, um, some of these occur in your relationships and your communication, you may need to think about like, oh, am I being um, gaslit in this situation? Uh, the first one is when somebody tells you that everyone else is being a liar. Like, oh, yeah, girl, they lying. Um, so you only trust them. Like they really want you to just trust them, listen to them despite all this evidence or despite everything else that you're kind of experiencing or seeing or hearing. I think that's a great telltale sign. If it's everybody else, Usually it's not really. And so be cautious in those situations. Um, I, another one is they put you down whenever you try to address like a concern or their behavior or you bring up an incident to them They're You're crazy. You are needy. You are too sensitive. Why are you always wilding and try to like elevate when you're just really trying to have a conversation or understand something or bring something up? Yeah, I've fallen into that. Bro. I'm like, bro, you're being so sensitive. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But I, I guess the proper way, if you're not gaslighting somebody, is to validate how they feel about it. Um, but it's so hard. You know, it really is hard when, because I think there's some kind of honest like places in some of this where it's like, you really don't f feel like it should be that serious. Um, mm -hmm. And so, like, how do you how do you navigate that when somebody's like really, really angry about something or they're they are feeling really hurt about something? And you're like, OK, like I didn't take the trash out or like whatever it is. But like it can be really tough when you're not uh, when it doesn't feel the same for you, like the same level of something to really be like, you know, oh my, like help them and validate them and be like, you know, I'll do better or understand like. What needs to be different? It can be hard, I think. I think I think it could be really hard, but I think it's important like that the willingness to have the conversation or even understand yeah. is like, okay, I know I didn't take out the trash and that's a really big deal to you. Can you please help me understand yeah. like what about that? Like how does that make you feel? Like what specifically mm -hmm. is triggering for you or what is it? So then you understand like, oh, it's actually that you just feel like I'm not following through with my word. And so you yeah. feel like you can't trust me. But then I think it gets to a point too where it's like when you're having a conversation about, like that about everything – also, at some point, you have to understand, like, all right, maybe we're not compatible mm -hmm. in certain, like, the the meaning and the values of certain things. Um, but maybe if you are okay, you might have a lot of combos like that at first, and you have to really, like, deep dive into stuff to understand them, and then maybe you can have less of those combos. But sometimes it does feel like, like yo, maybe we're just not compatible because we're always, like, it does feel like everything you're doing it feels 
needy or you're telling me everything I'm saying is crazy. So, you know, you got to be able to walk away, I guess. I think all, all of those things can be true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, another warning sign of gaslighting. Number three is they constantly lie to you. I, I got keys of this and I was like, what? <laughs> and that's when you know, too, you know, when people make that little like, huh? <laughs> when you start squinting, you're like, I do. What? What? What are you saying? What did I do? <laughs> like, damn, you know, you lying. Um, but I, sw- I swear to God, I didn't, I felt, it didn't feel like I was lying. I didn't feel like I was trying to lie. But and that's why I thought, like, am I getting gaslit about gaslighting? Which I don't want to inception, y'all. But I like I feel crazy because, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, but again, like, step out of yourself. Try to understand. Try to hear. Understand what people don't want to accept or what they want to hear from you or what they want to see or whatever um and doing those things but yes um people who constantly lie to you about things could be gaslighters number four is um whenever you start conversations to address an issue or something they always turn it around back on you like they are they have an innate ability to always bring things back to you and make you the problem yeah i think i'm pretty good at um catching myself because I, I think a lot of times our first instinct can be to get defensive so I so that might be gaslighting but sometimes it's like when somebody tries to say something to you and you're like yeah but you last week you did this and so um maybe gas gaslighting if you're always not because that's now I'm not trying to be accountable ever mm-hmm. but um so I think I'm pretty good sometimes about trying to recognize like okay that doesn't progress the combo to, to bring something else up let's address what you're saying um but I understand too how it can be hard sometimes where it's like you know some sometimes people's first instinct like when you say something to them is like turn it back around so um that's just something that everybody really needs to work on Another thing, and this is superb gaslighting, is when they twist your memories. So you see things their way and not your way. Um, so when you're reflecting back on something, and it's so crazy how different people are. Like, you can reflect on the same memory or something you did together, and it's like, it could be totally different. Um, but not trying to act like a thing that you did didn't happen or a thing that they experienced. Uh, well, actually, it was more like this, wasn't it? And, and trying to change that, um, that's definitely gaslighting. I think I've unintentionally done that, like not consistently, but like when trying to mm-hmm. like make myself make them see me in a better light about a situation that happened, mm-hmm. like unintentionally, like trying to lessen the blow of something I said or did. Yeah. And sometimes we I, like for me, sometimes when I think about things from the past, I'm like, oh, I'm already over that. Anyway, I'm very like, OK, like some shit happened It's years later. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm not, um, you know, it's like maybe it might be something I wasn't proud of or something, but also I'm not OK, like it happened. And my memory of it, I'll notice sometimes it's like a little different. Like in hindsight, you kind of are like, oh, yeah, I didn't really care about this or that. But I was like, dang. But at the time, you really did or it was really kind of different. And so sometimes that I think that is important to recognize, like how you kind of see things now. Like sometimes we might be gaslighting ourselves, which I don't have that in the fucking program today. But that might be a thing like you could be gaslighting yourself which maybe in some instances we kind of do I kind of actually think about maybe in a couple of spaces where it's like you know what I need to really actually acknowledge myself and what I think or thought what I what happened in an instance what didn't happen etc um because in an effort to try to like you know peruse through it or move on or whatever it's like oh I'm trying to convince myself of something else but really I actually do feel this or that or some kind of way or whatever about it 
Um, so that may be something to think about as well. Oh, man. I think that's really important. And as soon as you started saying, I'm like, damn, I really did try to discount my own feelings about something mm-hmm. and convince myself that it was like not intended or the person didn't do what I know that they did. And so it makes you to feel real bad about yourself inside. I think that's a great that's a great thing that we did not intentionally talk about or bring mm-hmm. up, but a great thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six they bring in other people to strengthen their case so if you're talking to somebody and they're, they're trying to tell you like you're wrong you're crazy whatever if they're like oh yeah this other person says you're wrong too or like looking at this you know apparently you're not what you think isn't right either um so it's like they're really trying to have this case against you that you are not valid what you're saying isn't valid that made me angry it's like why are you even talking to them about what's going on Um, that shit made me mad (laughs) just listening to that um another one is they project and accuse you of things they're guilty of of how you always do this or you're cheating on them or you're whatever when really it's just some shit they feel guilty about every time um this is a big one and something to think about um you know with any convos if you leave conversations more confused and disoriented than when they started um that's never a good sign of good clear communication in general because like I thought we were talking about this, and I was like, yeah, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. We done gone back and forth so many times and threw in so many extra things. Like, I'm just trying to stick to this main point, and now we're all over the place, and, you know, it feels like, okay, we're not really on the same page. We're not even talking about the same thing, and we are not actually addressing the issue that I was trying to address. Um, that's a bad feeling when, you, when you're, like, trying to have a conversation, and it's just, like, not going anywhere. Number nine is they seek to uproot you from your perception of the world by casting doubt. And I think that could be on yourself, on your beliefs, on how you felt something went. Um, And I think that's probably to kind of break you down and just leave you confused because then you're more easy, easily able to control Mm -hmm. um, and to fall into it. Another warning sign of gaslighting is when a person constantly insults your character. Um, When somebody's kind of like constantly doubting you while they're still being around or whatever, it's almost like they're kind of trying to make you doubt yourself, feel some kind of way, et cetera. Again, kind of makes you a little bit easier to control and manipulate whatever it may be or make them feel better. Yep. And number 11 is in that same vein. They wear you down over time so that you start to accept things now that you wouldn't have before. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's not that bad. Like, okay, I can, you know, oh, now they're yelling at me like, oh, okay, well, at least they're not doing whatever. Whenever you start to make excuses for things, like, I think that's a good time to stop and look at what's going on. Yeah. And then this, we've mentioned this earlier, but when what they say doesn't align with how they behave, um, that can definitely be a warning sign of gaslighting. Number 13 is whenever they deny anything that will make them lose their power in the dynamic. So in like either in that relationship or whatever that power structure is, anything that can bring you all to the same level or bring them like beneath you, they just blatantly deny. And people who use kindness as a way to maintain control over you also can be a warning sign of gaslighting because it's like, oh, they're doing all these things and kind of using that to control you and to control what you think or to later be like, okay, you mad at me about, I lied about this, but, you know, you I'm giving you all these things, doing all these things. Like, what are you talking about? Why are you complaining? Why are you, you know, you're being sensitive because all of these things are great and, like, I'm trying to control you with the kindness um, while also not being the person they need to be. Mm. Yeah. And then the last one is number 15. They use the most important things in your life is ammo against you. So maybe a personal story, maybe some trauma, maybe one of your deepest insecurities or fears. Mm -hmm. And they kind of use that against you. So those are a lot of warning signs for gaslighting. But again, and we kind of talked about it earlier, you know, when I was looking through this, I was like, but aren't some of these things valid? Like, 
you know, what if you do need to be addressed about something? Um, and like, how do you know the difference between something being gaslighting and not just we have a different opinion or a different mindset because of how we grew up or whatever about what's going on? Like, how do you really determine that? Mm, I think it'd be helpful to maybe talk about something that is gaslighting versus maybe isn't um, in the same thing. What I what I said is I think the main difference, like when I thought about it some more, I think the main difference is that it's after they did something wrong to mess up the trust or to um, to do something that shouldn't have happened that then they're trying to do these things. So like sometimes like like I may be wrong about something and it's different if somebody says something to me and like, hey, you notice you did this um, and us having that conversation versus um they did something wrong and now we're having a conversation about like how is something my fault or like it's different when somebody's just trying to address something with you versus they they did something wrong or like they broke trust or they did something Mm -hmm. but now it's like um oh you're trying to make me see it your way yeah. versus like okay you can try to be we can be talking and you're making me try to understand your point and see something your way but like if you blatantly did something wrong and now you're trying to make me see it a different way it's weird it, like that's different um so i think it's about like what has happened um to make you feel that some kind of way and now like how are they not addressing it or addressing it from there yeah i think uh accountability um is what i heard and and like you said if they're trying to change your perception of something by lying by falsity by withholding by minimizing by whatever like i think that is the difference in like addressing things Mm -hmm. yeah so if you feel like listeners um if you're if you feel like on your side because we're talking about like what does it look like from gaslighting but on your side if you feel like you're like constantly apologizing um constantly kind of questioning like am i being too needy crazy sensitive um or if you if you start overthinking like man should i say this should i do this um what's gonna happen then you may be in a situation where you are being gaslit and or you may be gaslighting yourself honestly sometimes um but you may be a victim of of gaslighting if you find yourself really in that kind of space a lot um so that's something to consider as well but then looking through all of this again and i I mentioned this at the beginning I kind of like, man, so what turns people into a gaslighter? Because reading some of this, I'm like, I've done this before, or I do this, mm-hmm. or like, I don't, yeah. you know, I've been called like, oh, you're not being accountable. And in my head, I'm like, I'm not. Like, like it doesn't even seem like it makes sense to me. Like, I really, I'm not trying to gas, I'm not, I'm not trying to gaslight you, but I am maybe in some ways, but I really believe what I'm saying sometimes. But um, what turns people into gaslighters, what I was looking up is that it's a technique um, that's a way to control the moments in a relationship or to stop the conflict. So if you're a conflict avoidant, you might be more of a gaslighter, um, which may be my space, um, to ease the anxiety about like something going on to feel in charge. And it's a way to deflect responsibility and you're tearing somebody else down. So it's like, I don't have to deal with what I did or, or the way it made you feel. Um, if I kind of deflect that, and it keeps the other person hooked also because a lot of times it's like, okay, this person's trying to like please you or do something mm-hmm. for you or they want you around or whatever. Um, but you're kind of in a way you're ending up like using this and it's learned behavior. So that's what I mean by like somebody, I don't think people wake up and like, mm, I'm going to be a gaslighter so I can have control, but it's learned behavior because you've been experiencing it and seeing this as effective. Um, 
we see it in all the movies, a lot of music and everything. Yeah. Like it's effective when you're like, oh, go ahead, like do your thing, then whatever, whatever. Which really is like, what? You're the one who's who's stepping out on me, or you're the one who's doing whatever. But like that makes you want to be like, no, 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 I'm not. You know. So like we've seen all these things, but it's this dynamic that is actually it works. It's effective. Um, I'm not trying to say run this back and do all these things, um, but it does work. But it works for an unhealthy relationship. Like it's not healthy to be in this type of dynamic for sure. It's like a power dynamic. Yeah. And it sounds like it comes from a place. Um, whenever you're trying to control things, it's usually to avoid fear or to avoid being hurt. Um, or you're just a manipulator. Avoid your own. Yeah. Your own shit or your issues or whatever. One million percent at the cost of somebody else, I think is the mm-hmm. difference. And it's like, it, I think it's also important important pointing out that there is usually a power dynamic. So if it's someone that you love, you really want that validation or that love or that Mm. acceptance. Like you really care about what they think. And so it's easier to be manipulated. Or if it's a boss, you really want to prove to them that, you know, you got it and you're all these things. And it's like, that's when I think that can most easily happen. But I do think that it is possible um, in trying to defend or protect yourself to do this unintentionally Mm -hmm. to not actually be trying to hurt or manipulate people but to have some of these tendencies where you do end up doing those things yeah because you're trying to protect yourself Mm -hmm. and i think it takes a lot of awareness to recognize or to admit that like oh yeah i don't like that i did this and so i'm kind of acting like it just didn't happen um can you recognize or have you can you think of any times that you've been a gaslighter Mm -hmm. i about to say because i'm over here like yeah i do i I definitely (laughs) <laughs> when we first did it and I was like reading through, I was like, I mean, I don't feel like I've ever been gaslighting. When we started reading, I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Like when you're just trying to overly control situations or people, like, yeah, I've definitely minimized things that I've said or done to make people either see me in a different light or try to keep their perception of me high, even though I fucked up or did, you know what I'm saying? Did whatever unintentionally. Like I wasn't trying to make them feel crazy or question yeah. themselves. It's like you're trying to maintain your um your perspective like how do you look like how mm-hmm. how do people see me and like yeah so I, that's not me because i don't do that but it's like but it but you is. did it yeah. <laughs> but it is uh so that's kind of where i like i've fallen into that where it's like oh like maybe i'm not as much this or that as i thought um so you can spot gaslighting now now how do we combat it like what can we do um one of the first things is just identifying it and calling it what it is um what else can you kind of do when you're trying to figure out like what's going on uh the second one so once you like identify kind of figure out what's fact and fiction so sorting out the truth from distortion so maybe after a conversation or an argument like you you write down stuff and you take an an objective look like from the outside like what what was said what happened and then noticing like where the conversation changed up and maybe brought in something that had nothing to do with the original argument or whenever they started projecting on you or, you know, something. So you can just kind of see what, what is fact and what is fiction. Cause you'll start to doubt yourself and then you'll just be like discombobulated in your head and have no idea what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And another thing is kind of assess, like, is there a power struggle with this person? Um, if you find yourself always trying to convince them of the same kind of thing, you kind of have the same convos over and over. Um, but it doesn't seem like you're, they're understanding what your issue is or you're not understanding what their issue is. There might be kind of some gaslighting there and recognizing that allows you to do a mindset shift, like literally visualize yourself without that relationship, um, cast being single or cast being without them in a positive light and like really see like how it feels like the stress of those types of relationships with people 
for whatever reason, it's like we, we sometimes are drawn to that, but it's like, yo, like it's so much freeing not dealing with it. So like really imagining, okay, like I don't need this or I, you know, I don't want to deal with that and what that can look like and kind of living in that space. So heuristics is a term where like our body has a, our brain has like a base level of highs and lows that it wants us to stay at. And I think we get addicted to it, right? Mm -hmm. Like the highs and lows with people, like, you know, they're toxic, but you keep going back because it's a wild ride. And Mm -hmm. so I think by taking that time to separate yourself visually, like in your head from the relationship, that'll also help you release the need for approval and validation and love from Mm -hmm. that person. Cause you're like, Oh, I can really exist outside of this. Mm -hmm. Like I don't really need it. Um, and then also giving yourself permission to feel and to feel sad, to grieve what happened, to feel angry, to feel upset, to feel used or manipulated or whatever. Yeah. And give yourself an okay to give it up. Like back it the fuck up. Like this ain't working. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, at some point you're only damaging yourself more when you're in this, this type of relationship with a romantic partner or a friend or family member, whoever. Um, and at some point you have to not feel guilty about moving on but you have to give it up absolutely and the last one is to talk to somebody so friends or a therapist to kind of help give you a reality check and I like that you said parent or family members because parents are also like a big source of this sometimes um, either intentionally or unintentionally but having an objective outside source or friends aren't necessarily objective but having somebody outside kind of like weigh in and let you know that you're not crazy and kind mm-hmm. of what's going on help help like anchor you mm-hmm. so those are kind of like things for you to be thinking about if you think maybe oh, I'm, I'm in a in a situation where i'm being um get is it gaslit or gaslighted in this case i don't know but um if you might be in that kind of situation those are things for you to kind of process and think about but like if you're in the middle of talking to somebody and you're like yo like they're gaslighting me right now to think about things you can actually say or, or do in that moment. One of them is I see that your perspective is different from mine, but I'm not imagining things. So like making the statement about how you feel and that I I'm not imagining it and, and like really putting that in front of them. Um, because if they're trying to tell you like this didn't happen, that didn't happen. Instead of you giving in like, mm, did it like what, what? It's like, no, it did happen. Yeah. And then owning your feelings, like these are my feelings and that's how I feel. Like I, it, I say that a lot. I'm like, look, this how this, I feel. This is how I feel. I don't. That's all I can tell you. This is how I feel about it. Yep. Um. Another one is saying I feel like I'm not being heard and I want some space. So sometimes you do need to back away from it, especially if it feels like you're going in circles. Um. Just being able to step away. Another one is it's it's hard for me to stay engaged in this conversation right now. I've already said no several times. This makes me think about that dumbass video of the dad on Twitter. He like called his daughter and his daughter was like, I don't want to talk to you. Like mm. I want to get off the phone. And he was like, how, how dare you disrespect me? You're doing this. And he kept trying to force her to have a conversation right. when she already said, like, I don't want to have this conversation with you. I Like, I want to get off the phone. But then he like made her feel like she was being disrespectful for asking for some space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good example. Another one is, it's. Hard. <laughs> I have heard your point of view many times now, and I still don't agree with it. So I'd like to take a break from this conversation. So I, I think one thing about gaslighting is that you kind of have to keep them, you have to keep getting them in your narrative. And so these are ways to like kind of break, like, hey, yo, like I hear you talking, you're saying the same thing a million times. I don't agree. Like, yeah, no point in you continuing to say the same thing. And I don't like how much energy I'm putting into proving my perspective or how I feel. And it would mean a lot to me if you gave me the benefit of the doubt. 
that's a good one. That is a really. But good also, one. that's an example of some shit I would say when it's like somebody's trying to tell me I'm doing something wrong. And I'm like, man, you gotta give me the benefit of the doubt. But it's like, but I did a thing. So also, that could be gaslighting the other way too. Um, mm-hmm. So again, if somebody, somebody who did something wrong and saying that to you, that's different than if somebody's trying to address you as you having done something. Um, the last one that you could say is. I get that you're mad. I understand you're mad. And I'm angry too. So like acknowledging like how they, that they might feel some kind of way, but like, Hey, I also do as well. So, you know, what we're saying may be valid for ourselves. And if like, if we can't get to a, a common ground, then it's like, you know, be ready to be all right without it. Um, the, this episode is believe what you want to believe. And it's titled that because it's like one of those things where somebody, you know, something's happening. Um, maybe with another person and you know how they'll be like, yeah, uh, they don't actually tell you it's not, or they don't give you any actual proof or, or anything. It was like, yeah, believe what you want to believe. And it's like, okay. Like, <laughs> like it's just a way of kind of getting you to feel bad for trying to accuse them of something or feel bad for like bringing something up to them. Um, and one thing you need to do is look at them facts and, and you do have to believe what you want to believe, but they're saying that to try to put you in a pocket where it's like you're the one who's crazy for not for thinking what you're thinking and for not taking their word for like whatever it is that's not what you're accusing them of doing. Man, I just got so angry because I also thought about just a whole situation where I feel like I was being gaslit the whole time. Mm. And yeah, but you also have to be willing to walk away from the table and be okay with not seeing things the way that they do and being okay with them not ever understanding, acknowledging, or accepting the way that you feel or what you say. Like you have to be confident enough in you to be okay without them or any of that. And I think that that really shifts the power dynamic back in your way mm-hmm. um, to help you be able to stand on your own two feet with those things and maybe use those to walk away from a situation. Yeah, every time. So if you are somebody who's experiencing gaslighting, hopefully you kind of gain some uh, some reinforcement about your situation from this episode. And if you're somebody who recognizes, like, oh, I might be gaslighting in particular situations, uh, think about why, what is it really that you're trying to control and, and look to do and how you can be a little bit more um, accountable about what's going on and how you can take more responsibility and step into like, okay, how can I acknowledge, um, you know, how this other person feels or what they're saying I'm doing or what literally what you are doing in that case. So this could go both ways uh, and maybe both ways for you uh, for the same person, honestly. And I think different situations, like we kind of react and, and, and treat things differently. So hopefully you got some tips and some understanding so you can have better conversations about what even is gaslighting um, from this episode today. Yeah, and hit us on Carly's Couch on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Let us know what you thought or if you took anything away or if you um, noticed any of these tendencies in yourself and um, things that you can do, like, moving forward with it. We love to hear from y'all. Mm-hmm. And then this week's shout-out is actually for us. Um, <laughs> we have episode 150, like, 150 coming up, and we're super excited to have some of y'all's favorite guests come back. So if you're newer to the pod, um, we had some amazing guests in the first. I mean, all of our guests are amazing. But in the first 100 episodes, and we're bringing back three to four of y'all's favorites to answer some questions and give some updates on what they're doing right now. 
Yeah, and it's always interesting to see, like, you know, we're speaking around a particular topic, things that they're working on, things that they are dealing with in places where they give advice. Now, how have they used that to level up, um, see where they are now? And a lot of them are doing some really great things that are relevant and can add kind of like a quick part two to like what they talked about when they first were on the show. So we're excited about that and celebrating 150. So we hope you join us next week and that you are listening for sure to that one. Absolutely. And this week's question of the week for you is, what's the last new thing that you tried? Mm, I tried some new food last night, like a Cuban dish I had never tried. But then also, um, this week we had summer camp um, with the Change the Tune, the nonprofit that I work with. And um, I did like this art therapy thing that I haven't ever done before, which was cool. We brought in like an art therapist and I got to do some of that. So that was kind of interesting. But what is it? Um, it was painting, but it was like a guided like painting art therapy session. So using paints to kind of express feelings and emotions. And Somebody's talking to mm-hmm. you and like guiding you through a thing. Like a is it individual? It was a group. It was one individual. I'm trying to like visualize. I, oh, I'm yeah, not yeah. understanding so it's like, like what we're is all it? sitting around a table and we have like paints and palettes and pencils and different mm-hmm. things. And mm-hmm. they're like walking you through a narrative like of how you're feeling today and about mm. your fears and what you're excited about, like different questions. But you don't talk. Things. You Mm-mm. you like just express yourself. Answer with the answer with the paints and with the pencils and with mm. or with words. If you're like more of a creative writer, mm. did you feel like that felt different or it was effective in any way or just? I liked it. I think I do it subconsciously. Like whenever we have art nights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, but I, I've never been like intentional, like around these questions and what this feels like and what this looks like to me. Mm. That's cool. Um, I feel like it might have been, I did something since then. Maybe not, though. But I would say that um, the last new thing I tried that I really remember was uh, doing the pottery class. Because um, I used to do ceramics when I was in homeschool. When I was homeschooled, I went to a class. But mostly, I would get the already pre-made things, and then I would do the painting and the glazing and the designing and putting it in the kiln. But I'd never um, actually thrown, like, a piece of clay into something, which, oh, she's supposed to be calling me back. Um in like two to three weeks, she said, for me to get my piece back. But I would say that might be the last new thing I tried. And I have a whole list of things that I'm going down. So the next one I'm doing is um, a 1,500-piece puzzle. And I ordered a puzzle and ordered like this big thing that you like lay down. So as you're doing it, you can roll it up and it keeps everything in place. Oh, cool. Um, so you don't just have a big-ass puzzle in the middle of the floor or whatever all the time. But that's the next thing on my list that I'm going to do. Oh, that's exciting. And I love that you have a list. Um, I need to make one. Yeah, I, I just um, realize like it's important to be intentional about just what those experiences are that you want to do. So every time I think about something, I just put it down there. Um, and then I already have a plan for one of the other ones as well. So just like working down it. Some of them are like cruise the Nile and then some are like do a puzzle. So it's like different <laughs> levels. <laughs> and one's like going to archaeology. Logical dig, and then one's like go. drive up and down the PCH. So like it's it's level. So my thing is just like let me always kind of plan to have something coming up. Mm-hmm. So what is the last new thing that you tried? Hit us and let us know. And thank you for joining us for today's episode. Let us know how you like it, and thank you always for listening. See y'all on the live next week. <laughs>